Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm on with Alex Millen, co-founder of SmartSite. Thank you so much for being in the show, Alex. Appreciate it. Thank a lot. you for having me. Amazing. And Alex Millen is the award-winning entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and early digital pioneer. So we have a pretty amazing um, individual in, uh, in the show. So he's also, again, a co-founder of a company that is consistently ranked among the top growing agencies, which is part of 5000 INC and also one of the fastest growing um, Google channel partner, right? Yep. Amazing. With all of these achievements that you have with your company or that your company attained, can we go back and know how your career started? Yeah, great question. So I've been involved in the, in the tech space for a very long time. I was fortunate enough to have access to a computer and early internet um, back in the mid-90s. And I actually started my first company in 1997, which was T35 Hosting, one of the first web hosting providers. So um, been involved in digital tech space for a very, very long time. Um, eventually, uh, the road led me to Publicis, where I managed uh, digital for uh, Samsung and then Walmart. And then right after that, well, I started smart sites with my younger brother, um, uh, not even right after that, but the, mm. the idea came while I was there and I decided to leave that, that job that I really love to start smart sites to really uh, work on providing digital mm. services uh, at the level that Publicis does to smaller, small and medium sized businesses and really use all my experience from the last 20 plus years in the digital mm. space to help small businesses create an identity online and then market themselves online. The, the extensive experience that you have is just pretty amazing. And I think this is one of your superpower that you got. How do you like navigate through like the changing media landscape and actually leverage that change to deliver like competitive advantage? Yeah, great question. So uh, for us as an agency, um, and I guess even before we had the agency, for, for me personally, it's obviously always important to um, to know where the consumer attention is, mm -hmm. right? You, you want to, you're not necessarily advertising on Google or Microsoft or whatever it is. Your, mm -hmm. your, your job for, for small business um, is to capture uh, consumer attention and ultimately have them be interested in your product and buy a product, right? So um, mm -hmm. the, it's, it's always, the, the media landscape is always changing, right? Mm -hmm. even, uh, even in the last couple of months where all of a sudden more people are using Microsoft Search versus Google because of ChatGPT and everything else that's coming out. So it's always, it's always rapidly, mm -hmm. uh, rapidly changing. And, and uh, like you said, it's Super important to always uh, keep an eye out on where where consumers are and where to target them, and uh, that's really why we exist as a company, Smart Sites, uh, because for a lot of small, medium-sized businesses, they have a business to run. They can't spend their days trying to figure out the new thing coming out, where mm. where the the best way to advertise is, uh, how to advertise, the, the the latest tricks, all of that. So, yeah, good question. <laughs> but uh, can we delve in deeper to that one? How do your, yeah. your company like keep up with with the latest trends and development? Yeah, so so good question. So uh, for 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 us, our company is um, there, there's a couple things to discuss there. So for us, our company itself, is, we're always in growth mode. So we have 400 full time employees now. We double in mm. size every 18 months. So in 18 months, we'll have 800 employees, right? So for us, Amazing. it's always a balance to create the processes, procedures, and hire the right people to actually execute on the current strategies, right? 
and then it's on it's on really leadership and the leadership team uh, which includes me uh to keep an eye out for new things and always be testing um I, i've mentioned it in a couple other podcasts i've done over the years but uh my personal opinion is that everyone should be setting aside 10 percent of their budget to test new things that's the only way you're going to know what's what's new what's working right because for for a long time for example uh, a couple of years ago when tiktok just came out it was new and cool and everyone was talking about it but it wasn't necessarily the best place to advertise and the reason for that was at that time the audience was very very young it's still young but at the mm. time it was very very young and its advertising platform wasn't great uh, you couldn't target um, uh, very accurately you could target only the entire state so for example, if you're a dealership in one small part of the state and you want to target 10 miles around you, you couldn't, you have to target the entire state. So even though it was something cool and uh, everyone was talking about it, I would say that's something you should be testing with your 10% of your ad spend. And at that time, it wasn't effective. You test a month later, still not effective, test a, a year later. But I think that's how you discover new things, right? You always want to keep an eye out for anything new coming out and you want to have a budget set aside that you're okay with losing, right? You, you're okay with setting aside that 10% and knowing that most likely I will not get a return on this 10%, but maybe I'll find something new, some new platform, some, some diamond in the rough that's going to generate a much better ROI than I'm getting from my other media right now, because of, maybe I'll find something where the tension is there, but the, the cost advertises is low, right? And, and that does mm -hmm. happen. So I, I think you just have to be very disciplined, uh, whether you're an agency or a small business, and set aside uh, funds to experiment and test with, and not only new platforms, but also within existing platforms, right? Google ads isn't just search ads there. They have a lot of different products built into it. They even have, mm -hmm. uh, they have audio ads now. So you could actually advertise in podcasts through Google ads, right? Is it something that's gonna be effective for all businesses? Probably not, right? Uh, but it's certainly worth testing. So I, I, think, I think the key is to be very disciplined about putting money aside to test and being okay with losing that money and not getting your return from it, knowing that you're test that you're using that specifically for testing. Mm. Mm. That's just amazing. And you even created a structure, right? Like 10% budget yeah. uh, about that. And like, as you yeah. said, things are really changing even, even like just in the past two months. So this will, I believe, or in my idea, will definitely help a business in terms of, of also in marketing and development. And how about the, the challenges? You've been in the industry for a while now, so I, I consider you as a goat in the industry. <laughs> pretty knowledgeable about this stuff, but what's like the biggest challenge that you've experienced um, in this industry so far, and how did you overcome that? Yeah, so the challenges. So it's, it's always changing, right? It's uh, for, for people who work in, let's say, like print, right? Like they, they do ads in newspapers. Up until 10 years ago, there was no change in the industry for, I don't know, 100 years, right? It was, there was change, obviously, but there was no, there's no significant change. Um, digital changes very, very, very rapidly. Um, to, mm. to a point where the last couple of years were maybe a little bit less, but now all of a sudden it's accelerating, right? Um, Chat GPT all of a sudden is has created such a risk for Google that the mm. founders of Google flew back and are now like taking back control of the company to try to to try to uh, respond to to the new changes. So um, for sure that the industry is is very very rapidly changing. I, I think you just have to be um, you have to be fluid and willing to change. Uh, my favorite word for this, and I, I tell businesses about this more so than agencies, but I think it applies to agencies too. Um, my favorite word for it is to be agile, right? Um, mm. During the COVID years, I had a lot of chats with with uh, with 
very big companies, small and big companies, right? Uh, from the small businesses to Fortune 500 companies, uh, as as uh, business was really bad, right? All of a sudden, it went over. We had a client who was the second biggest cruise line uh, seller. They sell. They would sell travel on cruise ships. Mm. They've been around a hundred something years. Overnight, their business they went out of business. Like literally in one week. As COVID hit, they went out of business, right? So, uh, and having chats with companies that were significantly, significantly impacted by COVID, it's it's uh, similar to being an agency in the digital space in the last 10, 15 years. It's all about being agile. You have to be you have to be very responsive to trends, to consumer trends, business trends. Um, for a car dealership, for example, during the COVID years, especially here in New York City, for yeah. a good part of a year, they were not allowed to be open. Like they had to sell cars, but people couldn't go into a dealership, right? How crazy is that? So they had to very quickly adapt to different ways to sell cars. Prior to COVID, if you wanted to buy a car, if you called up a dealership and said, I want to buy a car, can I wire some money and you could bring me a car? They would laugh at you, right? You To complete any kind of car transaction, you would have to do it in the dealership. They wouldn't even talk to you about finance rates or lease rates over the phone. Well, during the COVID mm. years, the, the the dealerships that were successful are the ones that were able to adapt and all of a sudden realize, hey, we need to actually not only sell cars differently now, we need to communicate to our clients differently. We need to offer our clients the option to come in if we're allowed to be open, to talk mm. to us over text, talk to us over live chat on the website, talk to us over phone, because consumers right now have different comfort levels. So we have to be very agile and very quick to adapt our sales force to that. And we have to adapt our uh, car process, right? We have to actually, if a consumer is afraid to come into a dealership because they're afraid they're going to get COVID, well, we have to bring the car to them. Mm. It doesn't matter that we've never done that before. We now have to start doing that, right? Mm. So uh, that, 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 that's just an example from the auto space because I do a lot of work in auto space. But mm. I think similarly, uh, not just during the COVID years, but over the last decade, two decades, in the digital space, you just have to be very, very agile and very quick to adapt uh, as, as different things become uh, important to, to businesses and consumers. You just, you can't be, you can't be stuck in your old ways and do things just because it's been done that way for 10 years. Mm. Agree. And totally agree. It's rapidly changing. And on the flip side, um, can you also speak like about the metrics or the KPIs that you used to uh, measure like the, the the business success that you have, and also these companies that your agency is helping with. Yeah, so so for the businesses we help with, uh, KPIs I love are the closest down the funnel as possible, right? If for a car dealership, mm -hmm. if we're going with those examples, if we can't track it down to a car, we want to at least track it to a phone call or to a contact form. You want to when you think about your metrics, you want to go as far to the bottom as possible. Uh, at the same time, I would say you want to measure all of them, right? If you want to measure mm -hmm. uh, a little bit higher in the funnel, like who actually made it to my website and stayed on it for five minutes, that's okay to do also, but you have to assign different values. Like how valuable, how much value is it for a person who comes in physically to my dealership? And this campaign drove one of those people, is it worth $500, right? So you really have to uh, write down all of your possible conversion actions and assign different values to them. Um, and trying to always trying to go all the way down the, to the bottom, mm. as far to the bottom of the funnel as you can. And I think that's that's in every business. Obviously, like e-commerce and certain businesses, that's easier, right? Because you it, digitally uh, e-commerce, you could track to the sale. 
Um, certain things like B2B obviously becomes a, a little bit more difficult, but mm-hmm. you, you always want to be measuring as close to a funnel as you can. And I'm, I'm really have been against for a long time, still against like the top, really top funnel mm-hmm. metrics, right? Like uh, for, for a long time for search marketing, like things like click through rate were really, and people still talk like, oh, what's, what's my click through rate? What, what is it supposed to be? I think click through rates irrelevant, right? If you're ultimately getting uh, conversions and sales, and it's uh, it's enough that you're ROI positive and you're hitting your goals. Mm. Click the rate shouldn't matter at all. You click the rate could be zero, could be a hundred, right? It, it doesn't matter as long as you're you're measuring all the way to the bottom and you could actually see the ROI numbers. Super insightful. And how about like the? I know there are a lot of channels out there that, that have been using in marketing, and it's also pretty changing, uh, rapidly changing, pretty fast. But what are like the, the strategies that you've successfully used uh, in marketing? Like, can you share us a, a tactic or tools that's uh, pretty helpful in, in marketing a business or a brand? Sure. So, so generally speaking, when you talk about different channels, I like to I like to separate them into the push and pull channels. Right? Mm-hmm. Pull is when someone's actually searching searching for you. You actually just just pulling them in. They're already out there searching for you, and you just just you you fulfill demand. Let's let's just call it that, right? And mm-hmm. then the other channels where you're pushing the advertising to them, where you just they might not be interested, but let's bombard them until they are. So generally speaking, and usually businesses get this wrong, but generally speaking, you, you want to be in terms of channels, you want to be focusing on the fulfilling demand, right? So if someone's going on on Google and searching for a plumber, and you're a plumber in their geography, you want to make mm-hmm. sure you're coming up. Once you exceed that, that's when you start doing the the, the Facebook ads, uh, maybe brand building, all this other stuff, right? But always the first thing you should be doing is fulfilling demand. Because if you think about how consumer actions work these days, if you come to your, and plum, plumber might be a little bit biased an example, but you come to your house, you open up your door and you see like your your sink is leaking on all over the floor, right? The first thing you're going to do is go on your cell phone, go on Google or maybe Microsoft, but probably more, more so Google, mm-hmm. go on Google and search plumber near me. Right. So that's like literally demand people are looking for you. That's demand you fulfill. So uh, I, I, as much as uh, there is value in Facebook and all these other platforms and display advertising and audience targeting, um, uh, my, w- what has made us successful and made our work successful for our clients is really focusing on fulfilling demand before mm-hmm. moving on to and the, the other categories are all important remarketing is super important but uh, i think a lot of businesses forget that th- when there's demand there um mm-hmm. literally fulfilling it is always going to be your best bet and i, I have a book actually coming out on, on search marketing where mm-hmm. i speak a lot about both pay-per-click and seo but uh, again the focus the focus is on on fulfilling demand and what what a crazy world we live in that you're able to do that right 20 years ago if you're a plumber the only way you were going to get business is by uh, like friends of a family like mm-hmm. refer you yeah. or like someone who used you or someone who would go to a basement to get the yellow pages right to get this huge book that was a directory of all the plumbers that's mm-hmm. the only way you would get business right uh in in today's world it's literally someone comes in their pipes leaking they pull out their cell phone they, they search plumber near me they click the ad, which automatically calls a plumber. Plumber picks up and says, I'll be out there in 10 minutes, right? Um, the, the the ability to do that, I think, is crazy. And, and I still think it's one of the most powerful things almost any business can do. I agree with that. And the simplicity, it, it's also amazing. It's just we get distracted with the shiny objects 
things are getting fancier right now. Like the yeah. people are like, especially those responsible for marketing are deliberately doing that to catch the people's attention. That's why um, you need to like um, stay focused on what's like the, the best thing that works for you. Right. Yeah. And absolutely. Um, uh, another thing, what's the, the piece of advice can you provide to somebody looking to improve? I think uh, you've already the, the answer is already provided to what you've just said. But for those, we have a lot of small to medium sized business owners who are listening to the show. Um, what advice can you provide to them if they want to, to improve or scale further their brand through marketing? Because a lot of them are just jumping out, doing marketing, hiring VAs to do their social medias. But what should be the right way to start? Yeah, good question. And, and uh, this is in terms of small businesses, not, not agencies, right? The advice for like mm -hmm. small businesses. Small to medium size, yeah. Small, small to small to medium size businesses, yeah. No, that that's good. I, I think the biggest piece of advice I could give any small to medium size business owner is to, as much as it's super difficult, sep don't put online advertising on your plate to do, right? Um, and it's it's very hard because I, I personally like to micromanage and do everything myself also, mm -hmm. and it's so tempting and easy for smaller medium business owner to be like, I'm going to take this on myself. I'm going to do Facebook ads myself or Google ads myself. It's easy enough. Um, don't do it. Right. <laughs> um, the, the amount of time and effort and energy needed to, to actually mm. execute well on Facebook, Google, all these platforms is immense. Um, Google changes their, the, their Google ads platform uh, so regularly now that even mm -hmm. if you were expert at it three years ago, and let's say you were in a three-year coma, and you just came out of your coma, your ads would lose you money. Um, everything just changes so rapidly that it's a full-time job to keep up with it. And the problem for uh, the, the business owner is even if they could become super proficient in it and, and actually execute it well, their, their best time is obviously running their business, right? They started their business because they saw that something they could solve in this world, something they could do. Obviously, they're still in business or so they're doing something right. But take your time mm -hmm. away from actually doing where would running your business and trying to learn digital is, is, is not good. And um, the way I, I told people to think about this before is to really think about what your value add is for a business, whether you're mm. the, the owner or your marketing officer or executive or whatever you are, think about what is my value add? Is my value add really learning Facebook ads and then Facebook ads? Maybe it is, right? Maybe you're the chief marketing officer and that is your value add for the business. But in a lot of cases, it's not. So I, I would say definitely don't, don't, don't put it on your plate. You, you guys all have more than enough to do. Um, I, I'd mm -hmm. recommend partnering with, with agencies that really uh, are on the same page as you. I wouldn't like, I know there's a lot of temptation to like outsource to like contractors mm -hmm. and stuff, but at that point you're, you're, you become in the business of not only employing, but uh, managing those people. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I, 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 I'd say, don't be afraid to partner with an agency and it's not always more expensive, right? Your, your ads will run more efficiently than you doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it depends on the business model. All, all agencies are different. They charge differently, but yeah, don't, don't, don't be afraid to partner with an agency. Definitely as tempting as it is, don't do it yourself. I've seen so many business owners try to run their own Facebook ads, Google ads, whatever mm. it might be. And along with wasting their time, they're actually wasting their money. I, I, I've seen mm. such crazy wasted ad spend and I show people, I, I feel, I feel bad for them. Like uh, I feel bad even showing them. I'm like last 
five years, you're broad, broad bidding this keyword and all the traffic you got was irrelevant. You didn't get a single relevant click. It's, it's shitty. So yeah, that, that would be my biggest piece mm-hmm. of advice for business owners. Yeah, it's, it's really best to delegate, especially if you're delegating it to those agency who's really like have name in the industry or know what yeah. they're doing, are pretty good about it. Um, with your experience in this space, can you share us like a, a core principle that, that you have that keeps you um, going with, with, um, with working in the space or that drives you? What's the yeah. core principle? For sure, for sure. So for us, it's funny. It's a slogan. Uh, I, I came up with a slogan for my hosting business in 1997. And I've been using it ever since. So the slogan for both the hosting business and now kind of carried over the smart sites is helping you succeed, right? So my 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 whole purpose with with all of this and everything I do and what drives me is really helping businesses succeed online because it's uh, in, in this day and age. If if you're not online, it's very detrimental and it's. For a lot of business, that's very difficult and 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 uh, confusing, and and that that's that's what drives me to help businesses, and that's why we have smart sites and everything. But aside from that, uh, for me, it's super important to have uh, all our customers be happy. So our, our reputation is super important. If you Google smart sites reviews, for example, mm. uh, you'll see what I mean. Um, and for our employees to be happy. So it's, it's uh, my goal as, as, the, as the co-founder of Smart Sites is really to, to keep growing the agency. And the reason, by the way, we keep growing, there's a, there's, there's a good logic for that as well. The reason, the reason to keep growing for an mm-hmm. agency and actually a lot of businesses is that's the only way you got to create uh, opportunities for your current employees, right? So if, let's say we had mm-hmm. 100 people and we stayed at 100 people. That way, the only time anyone would be promoted if someone uh, quits, gets fired, or dies, right? That's literally, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of companies is like that, right? You could be like, you could be stuck in a position for 20 years, and this person is super competent. Why weren't they promoted? They weren't promoted because the person above them didn't leave, right? Um, so by by growing your company, you actually provide opportunities for your employees to grow, to develop mm-hmm. personally. It gives them opportunities to try different jobs, to move. It doesn't have to be like going from a uh, manager to vice president, right? It could be uh, from one department to another, or a person decides that he wanted to this to do this, but now he wants to do that. So for us, growth is always super important because it helps employee retention and employee satisfaction, and mm-hmm. allows us to give employees the opportunity to to maybe try doing something different. So uh, I, I think that's that's also uh, super super important. Um, and aside from that, it's, it's obviously, uh, we don't produce any products. We don't make, uh, we don't make any like devices or manufacture anything. Our product is, is our employees providing service. So, uh, our employees being happy and, um, helping our clients succeed is, is really what it's all about for me. Pretty simple, pretty simple, yep, but pretty that simple. is a principle that you, you stick to for several yes. years. Yes. Like helping your clients and succeed and then helping your employees to improve and grow. So um, if anybody wants to connect with you, that's that's like pretty short. But if anybody wants to connect with you, um, work it, thinking about partnering with you, working with you, what's the best way to do that, Alex? Yeah, yeah good question. So um, I'm, I'm on all the social media networks, but the, the best place to find me is if you go to alexmelon.com, A-L-E-X-M-E-L-E-N. Dot com at the bottom of my site i have all my uh social media profiles linkedin's usually best but i'm i'm on all the major platforms and then our uh, agency site is smartsites.com s-m-a-r-t-s-i-t-e-s.com 
Okay. Okay. And I really so much appreciate you being in our show. So the information that you provided to us, um, it, it's super insightful. And for us, we can consider it as a liquid gold. So Perfect. really appreciate your time a lot um, and, and attending to our podcast, Alex. Perfect. I love being here. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers.